This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. Whenever we go on a road trip, which is often, the various members of my family have this robust debate regarding which navigation app is the best. We have the Google Maps loyalists matched in passion only by the Waze fans, followed by the Apple Maps aficionados. Inevitably, we'll end up with more than one app running, followed by, quote, discussion over whose app is smarter and therefore rules the trip. But there's one thing every single navigation app has in common. You must know your destination before you begin. If you don't have a starting point and a destination, your app cannot calculate how long it will take to get there or what's the best route, or how to avoid tolls or highways. It can do absolutely nothing. Even if you only have a rough idea of where you're going, the GPS can help you out. Without it, nothing. The most epic journey a person was asked to undertake in the Torah has no destination given. Not only that, but he was not given a reason for the trip, approximate length of travel, or any other details whatsoever. His name was Abraham, and like a good CIA agent, this was all he was told by his handler, God. Go for yourself from your land, from your relatives, and from your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who curses you I will curse, and all the families of the earth shall bless themselves by you. Hmm. Okay, God, glad to hop on that plane, or donkey, but it looks like we have some missing info. Um, where am I going? Why am I going there? How long will I be there? How long will it take? Anyone who's been on a road trip with kids knows the most annoying question of them all. Are we there yet? Now they can just look at your phone, whether it's Google, Waze, Apple, and check the ETA, which we all know is just an estimate because life happens and unexpected things come up and someone always has to go to the bathroom just when you've passed the sign that says, next service area, 52 miles. Everyone always wants to know, when are we getting there? Abraham's journey is considered to be the first of his 10 tests. He was challenged no less than 10 times by God. And in this very first conversation Abraham has with God, his first challenge is delivered. Your mission, Abraham, should you choose to accept it, is to leave your home and loved ones to an unknown destination for an unknown reason, trusting me, God, to lead the way and fulfill my promises to you. This tape will self-destruct in five minutes. In many ways, this story is also a template for every challenge that every human being will ever experience throughout history. I have a friend who would have loved nothing more than to marry young and build a large family like the one she grew up in. 
She dated for 20 years looking for Mr. Wright, and at the age of 40, she met a man who was 48 and likewise had never been married. They had actually dated eight years prior, but the relationship had ended in a dead end. They got married a few years ago and are now the parents of a beautiful baby girl. Now imagine that God would have appeared to my friend at the age of 20 and said, Hello, my dear daughter. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to date for 20 years until you meet a wonderful man at the age of 40 and build a family together. This tape will self-destruct in five minutes. She would likely be distressed to hear that she'd be alone for 20 years, which was not at all how she dreamed her life would look, especially in a world full of couples. But she'd know that in those 20 years, she could accomplish many other things and not stress about getting married. She'd become a beloved teacher, which she did, perhaps travel, spend time with adorable nieces and nephews, knowing her turn was on the way. In other words, a big part of the challenge would be neutralized. And what if the end of the story wasn't the happy ending after all? What if being a single woman was her destiny? Well, maybe the clarity would give her permission to grieve and move on, to find other paths for fulfillment and connection. For some people, knowing the end of the story takes away much of the sting of the challenge. Knowing the destination, knowing the ETA makes everything a hundred times easier. I can breathe. It's going to all be okay. And that is exactly why, if you've noticed, God never reveals those details to us in our challenges. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. What's the point of a challenge? This is a deep and complex question with as many facets as there are people in the world. But one point is that a challenge forces us to stretch and grow into different and better people than we were before. One of the aspects that God wants us to develop during a challenge is faith. Faith can be sorely challenged in struggle. Faith in God faith in the journey, faith in the general meaningfulness of life. Why me, God? Why is this happening? Don't you love me? Aren't I a good person? Why do I deserve to suffer? All valid questions, all legitimate feelings and thoughts. We don't see the whole staircase. We don't know where we're going. We have no GPS, no ETA, no duration. So how can we move forward on this journey? But if we did know those things, if we saw the top of the staircase, here's what we wouldn't do. Cry, pray, struggle to find meaning, seek purpose and faith, hope, be disappointed, yet rediscover hope, struggle with God, become a deeper, more sensitive and wise person. In short, become a more complete and resilient human being. And I know that every fiber of your being is fighting this because we are wired to avoid pain and to avoid conflict. But counterintuitively, it makes us who we are. 
And we'd never pursue that difficult growth path unless we had no choice. Abraham follows God without a word of protest. That's what makes him Abraham. He passed his first test and many other tests with flying colors. But don't make the mistake of thinking that Abraham was superhuman. Was the test hard? Yes. Otherwise, it's not a meaningful test. Did Abraham struggle with leaving everything he knew for unknown reasons and an unknown destination? Absolutely. That's what made it a test. That's how growth happens. The butterfly that chafes against the chrysalis is the one who experiences metamorphosis. In my journey as a mother, I've struggled with many difficulties. I've cried. I've screamed. I've lost night's sleep over the pain. I've experienced envy, loneliness, and faith crises. I've worried and wondered and waited. I've mourned and grieved. I've dealt with guilt and shame and regret. And when I look back, here's what I can say. I am a better person for my struggles. I'm different. I've changed dramatically in ways I never could have done in the good times. Lots of those too. And I'm proud of the me that I am. I like the me of today much better than the me of 20 years ago. Yet I became her kicking and screaming. Because if I would have known my destination and my ETA, I would have laughed outright at God and said, nope, God, you have the wrong candidate. I resign. I do not choose to accept this mission. But I didn't know. So I couldn't resign. So I traveled the road. And that, to quote Robert Frost, has made all the difference. This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book to power your day with purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.